Shalom, everyone. Warm welcome this morning. It's the first Sunday after resurrection. Wow. <laughs> and here is 50 days as we count for the day of Pentecost that is coming up. Okay, so these are exciting days. And I believe today God has a special message for us as well. So we want to prepare our hearts for that. And, and we know that God is good. Amen? Yeah, and sometimes when he brings certain things up, we don't feel so good. <laughs> but we know it's for our healing, it's for our restoration, it's for our own breakthrough, our freedom. And, and God is wonderful. And the way he does it, it really reveals his nature. He is kind, a very kind God. I mean, so far, with my own issues, the Lord has been very kind to me, gentle in his ways as well. Of course, there were times he, were, he was very firm. You can hear his voice, firm. But never in a condemning way. He doesn't condemn us. So today, this morning, as we listen to the message, let's just open our hearts and maybe there are certain things the Lord wants to speak to you about. That's great. Receive it. It's for you. It's for me. But if the, you don't feel anything about it, that's fine. Maybe there's somebody you can share the message with who will need some, you know, a, a message of hope and healing. Okay? So I titled today's message as The Blessing. Do you know the song, The Blessing? Do you know the song? Yeah, it came out during uh, MCO, right? It came out during MCO and people were singing about it in different languages. They recorded it, you know, in, uh, in different languages and from this country, from that country, and then from Malaysia as well. Malaysia, we have our own uh, video as well concerning the blessing. Do you know what I mean by the blessing, the song? The Lord bless you. And keep you. Oh, oh, you're not sure. It's okay. You can open your phone and have a look, okay, at the lyrics. <laughs> but it's from Numbers chapter 6. It's from Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26. This is the time, you know, um, God told the priests, Bless my people with these blessings. And you bless them, you are actually putting my name upon them. And wherever they go, they go in my name. You know, wherever we go, we go in the name of God. Do you know that? We have earthly fathers, right? We have their name. How do I know? You carry your father's surname. Right? You carry your father's surname. So we carry our father's surname. And just like the Israelite, they carry their heavenly father, the God's name. Yeah? That God is Yahweh, Jehovah. So they carry God's name wherever we go. And the same with us. We carry our Father's name. Okay? It will not run away from us. It's here inside us. Because God planned that our Father will be our Father. And when we came into God's kingdom, we carry God's name. God lives in us. I recently came back from Labuan. Uh, in Labuan, they have a two-week program. It's called uh, the Diocesan Intrigue Program. This program is for young people who are interested and who's discovering and who want some kind of affirmation and discovering whether they are called into the full-time ministry. Okay, so there were 11 of them, mostly in their 20s, early 20s. There's one in her, she's 30 years old, but most of them, they are early 20s and there are some are 18. So I was asking them because our topic was self-image in God. So I was thinking, okay, okay, so who give you your gender? Ah? So they were like, huh? Oh, 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 father, father, because we're talking about chromosomes, right? XX and then X, Y. So it's from the father, right? That Affirm to you, oh, your boy or girl, isn't it? Like through your father, okay? God did that through our father. That's why it's so important. So hold on to that, okay? Hold on to that. So you have fathers here, yeah? I, we also have fathers, okay? So hold on to that, that our gender 
right? It came, God gave it to us through our Father. Okay, so hold on to that truth. Okay, so we were talking a lot about self-image. Uh, how do we get self-image in God? Therefore, we need to we look back at how God created us. So God created us according to His image. Yeah, He gave us His spirit. That's why I told them, animals don't have spirit. They were like, huh? You know? <laughs> maybe they think animals also have... Maybe we watch a lot of movies and we see animal spirit like that. Is it going up to heaven? So I told them, animals do not have spirit. <laughs> they were like... Oh, okay. No spirit, okay? Yeah, okay. So we, they have, a, uh, they have feelings, they have things like that, but we as human beings, we are very different. We are created in God-likeness. It's like God is spirit and He gave us spirit as well to communicate with Him. We are very special, okay? Very, very special. So that's why we can commune with God. And where do we get our image? And what is self-image? I just Google, Google. I say this is what I Google. I tell them. Self-image is a lot to do with how we see ourselves. Okay, you ponder about that. Wow. This means anything can define our self-image because how we see ourselves is affected by many factors. Correct? Everybody ponder a bit. Ah. Okay, ponder a bit. Ah. Alright, true. Because even identity also means and our self-image and identity. Nah, it's how we perceive ourselves. How we see ourselves. Ah, so we ponder. <laughs> how do we see ourselves? According to what the world say, according to our experience in life, or according to what God says. Okay. So, I think I did one uh, sermon on who we are in Christ, isn't it? I am God's child. I'm gonna, that's who we are when we have accepted Jesus. That's who we are in Christ Jesus. So, that's what we talk about during that time. Okay, so it's very fun to see all these young people because the priest in charge of the program, he said that many young people because they're not confident of who they are. Therefore, they become very afraid when they're serving God. They're not very confident. So when he's, that's why he arranged the program in a sense that to put that self-image first, who they are in Christ, so that they'll feel confident. And if there's anything that is stopping them to be confident, okay, stopping them from believing the truth of God, then let's deal with it at the beginning of the program. And which... They did. And so many of them were very happy, they were set free and things like that. And this, yeah, I am very blessed because you know it's such a blessing, I tell you, to sit in a group with all these young people in their 20s and they say, yeah, we want to serve God, but this is stopping us. Or oh, I have this dream, I have this passion for the young people. So we are so blessed to be with them. And there's one girl, she loves to you know, tell jokes. So I said, this one I will tell in the sermon, okay? <laughs> so she was saying, because suddenly we, you know, uh, we were eating and then after we ate, we were just chit-chatting and then suddenly she just came up with uh, something, you know, then she said, I have a boyfriend in another nation. We're like, what? Boyfriend? It's called imagination. <laughs> The, the nation is called imagination, so we have a good laugh. Okay, but there were other jokes I said, ah, this cannot go inside the sermon one, okay, just for here. But praise God. Yeah, I, that's a good one. So today, for blessing, it's something that God uses to impart His message and His image of identity and destiny deep inside our heart. Okay, I slow down a bit because, uh, yeah, in the bulletin, there's a little bit of notes, but actually, okay, never mind. Just, so blessing is a way that God imparts His message and image of our identity, who I am, like who I am, and destiny, 
Why am I here on earth? Deep inside our heart. In 3 John, okay, 3 John 2. 3 John 2. Let's have a look. 3 John 2. Oh, I don't have much time. Okay, I must, okay, faster. All right, 3 John 2. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper. Can you see there is a link? If our soul does not prosper, if our soul is not prospering, if we are not at peace, we will have a lot of things that we are unsure, we are worried and things like that. And therefore, it's difficult for us to prosper in other areas of our life and even our health. Okay? So God wants us to prosper because that's what he said in Genesis, isn't it? Yeah, he created us in his image to rule. Increase, multiply, have dominion. This means he wants us to really prosper. And Jesus said, I came to give you life and life abundantly. So it's God's desire to want us to prosper. So God uses the human, uh, uses us human beings to impart blessing to one another. In a family, it's the father, it's the mother. Okay, so parents impart blessing to their children. How does, what is God's message? God's message is about love. Are you loved? Are you valued? It's about respect. It's about purpose. So God's message is saying, I love you. You are precious. You are valuable. And you are worthy of my time and my energy. It's true, isn't it? When somebody has time and energy for us, we feel loved. Huh? Okay? Now, to bless, in, in the Hebrew word, it's called barak. And sometimes we, we use that to bless God as well because barak, uh, the literal meaning of barak is to kneel down. That's why we say, I barak God. That means I kneel down to praise God. So actually, blessing, one of it is to kneel down. It is a position of humility. So when we bless somebody, it's not out of pride, I bless a person. No, like, it's, not, it's out of humility that we bless. Just as Jesus laid down his life in humility, he came down in human form, in humility, yeah, to bless us. So that is the kind of attitude we, we have. Okay? Another meaning is that for Barak, the spiritual connotation is to empower somebody to prosper. Why? You want your children to prosper? I bless them. <laughs> okay? Speak blessing. All right? You empower the person to prosper. And so you kneel down and you pray for your children. You bless your children. I bless you, my son. I bless you, my daughter, that you will prosper in your education. You will have sound, you know, good health. You will be strong. Your love for God will increase every day. Your relationship with God will grow deeper. So we, in humility, we pray. Do you know when I was in Sandakan um, with Reverend and Fuying, so they were just fooling and myself doing personal ministry. And we only given like the first half hour and then there were too many people. We can only have 10 minutes with each one. But when the youth come, there were a few youths and the things that they went through was very sad. You know? I felt very sad. But as we were sitting there to pray for them, they were crying and then I just felt the urge to kneel down and pray with them. When I read about Barak, then I said, I see, okay, God inspired us, right? God urged us, actually we were kneeling down to bless them. Uh, and then later, Fuying also like, oh, she also feel like she also kneeled down. So I understand now when I read about Barak, that's what, it, that's what we were doing, we didn't understand, we just follow what the Lord is putting on our hearts. In humility, we serve one another, we bless one another. Okay, so Jesus came, he gave his life for our sin. So it says that's the image of blessing from a kneeling position. In the Greek, uh, eulogio, you know, you, 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 eulogy, you know, eulogy, right? So eulogio, to speak well and to, to cause that person to prosper, so to speak. So it's something to do with speaking. We need to say it out. Okay, you need to say it out. Now, Cursing, cursing is what? 
is Satan wants to release a curse on somebody using us, okay, using human beings. An image, yeah, that will affect the image and the identity of the person. So Satan's message involves what? It will convey shame, lack of love, lack of purpose. It sounds like you are not lovable, you are not wanted, you are not worthy of my time and my energy. So it sounds like that. So we know that we don't. Okay. Now, some of you, you have been to a course called Ancient Path. Yeah, Ancient Path, right? It's a teaching by Pastor Craig Hill. So he talks a lot about blessing, parents blessing their children, and we are created also to receive blessing, not curses. Yeah, we are blessed. So he talked about seven critical times. Seven critical times of blessing. Seven, conception, at the time of conception, are we blessed? At the time of, in the womb, birth, early childhood, puberty, marriage, and when we are older in age. Okay, seven critical times. Okay. I can email you the notes, okay? Don't worry. <laughs> Or I can tell you where to look for it, uh, other place. So at conception time, just we just ponder about it. Okay? We are not here to, to blame anyone. No, we are not here to blame anyone. We are here because if we do not know what is affecting us, then we don't know how to deal with it, isn't it? Okay, so we are here, we just ask the Lord, okay, God, uh, you speak to my heart. Okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, so how do you want me to go about it? At the time of conception, the question we may ask is, am I wanted, am I welcome in this family? Okay, secondly, in the womb, am I accepted, am I safe, do I belong to this family? At birth, are we are concerned. Is our gender accepted or not? Uh, okay. Am I okay? Is there something wrong with me? Will anyone take care of me? Okay. All right. Will anyone take care of me? And then at early childhood, when we're young, uh, okay, and you go kindergarten, I don't know about you, uh, I still cry. Uh. <laughs> okay. And then when I was separated from my cousin, because she, her birthday is in January, I'm in August, so she go to the next class earlier than me. I cry and cry and cry. Oh, the teacher also cannot stop me, so put me same place at her. <laughs> so that stopped me from crying. I couldn't stand the separation. But now I understand why I, don't, I cannot take separation. Okay, at the time I didn't know, right? So, is there anyone I can really trust to meet my needs when we were young? Okay, is there anyone bigger, stronger, wiser than me who truly live and care for me? So that's when we were young. Now, when we were at puberty, 12, 13, okay, 12, 13, do I have what it takes to be a man? Do I have what it takes to be a woman? Am I adequate to fulfill my calling as an adult? Okay, think about it. All right. Then for marriage, the question we may ask is, am I really lovable? Will anyone love me? Will anyone stick with me in covenant for long term? Then when we get older, okay, as we get older, you know, like we hear some, yeah, our older generation may say, am I still needed? Have I really accomplished something significant in life? So there are many areas, these seven areas, where there are opportunities to receive blessing. Okay? Now, but here we are not trying to point finger, oh, you see my father didn't do that. No, no. We acknowledge we didn't have it. We forgive and we acknowledge we need it so we go to the father okay we go to our heavenly father all right now romans 5 verse 8 let's look at romans 5 verse 8 romans 5 verse 8 okay together we read God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So 
We were sinners, but yet he died for us. That means he did not wait for us to be perfect without sin. Then he said, okay, you're a good girl already. Good boy, I died for you. Did he do that? No, he didn't. Okay? He didn't wait until, oh, we are good boy, we are good girl. Okay, now I die for you. It's not like that. And some of you, you may have heard this also before in our ancient path, is that God separates our identity from what we do, our behavior. Okay? So in this way, he can still bless our identity, our personhood. But it doesn't mean he always condone of our behavior. Okay? Right? So when we sin, that's why Jesus said, I'm not here to condemn us. Isn't it? He's not here to condemn us, but to save us, to love us, to tell us. He took the condemnation on himself. So he blessed who we are, our destiny. But of course, sometimes our behavior is not right. Yeah? So he will tell us. But just because we are not right, he doesn't condemn, make us shameful and condemn us and say, no good, that's it, you know, what a waste of blood. Yeah. No, he doesn't say it like that. Okay? So he doesn't do that. So separate it. And, and Pastor Craig Hill, he mentioned, you know, even during the ancient path course, he mentioned something about his son and in his book that he wrote, he also mentioned uh, the application, I mean, what it means are that separate it. He said one day, he is a new pastor in this church. He's just been there one year. And then the Sunday school teacher came, brought his son, four years old. Okay? The Sunday school teacher asked the son, please do something. And the son answered with not good language. <laughs> okay. So the Sunday school teacher brought the son to Pastor Craig and said, uh, I, uh, I think it's good that we tell you about it. Okay? We have sorted the issue in class, but maybe it's good that you know. So when he told, when the teacher told Pastor Craig, how do you think he feels? As a parent, as a pastor like it. Huh? Disappointed, yeah, disappointed. What else? Huh? How do you think he feels? Mad? Embarrassed? Yeah, very embarrassing, isn't it? I said, like, I have my son like that. How are? Okay. So, what he, he did in his mind, he was saying, looking at his son in his heart, how could you do this to daddy, you know? I'm the pastor. And <laughs> but he thought about it, and in his mind, he was thinking, in the Bible, it says, as an elder, as a pastor, I should be able to deal well with my family, you know? And then, ah, so what is the Sunday school teacher going to think about me? I can't even, you know, look at my son behaving like this. And he was saying, oh, my ministry is going to be over. I, I, I need to resign or my children are out of control. So all these kind of things come flooding into his mind. And like you say, yeah, a lot of embarrassment, disappointment, a lot of shame. And he was very angry. Okay. He was thinking at that time, he was going to show the teacher that he's serious about it. He was going to spank the son. Okay. Discipline him right in front of the teacher. But the Holy Spirit stopped him. What are you doing? Then he said, I'm disciplining my son. No, you're not. Because the Holy Spirit warned him. You are becoming, you're going to, about to become Satan's agent to curse his identity. Yeah, he did behave wrongly. But he was about to put his son to shame. Uh, it doesn't bless the son's identity. Okay? But he said, my son did something wrong. He needs discipline. I'm the one who is appointed and anointed agent to administer this discipline. The father said, true. But at this moment, you are not qualified. Huh? Disqualified, he said, why? Okay, so the Holy Spirit spoke to him about from Matthew 7 verse 3. You know, remove the speck. You want to remove the speck from your brother's eyes? Take out that beam from your own eye. Huh? Okay, because now your heart uh, is filled with anger already. And you are just disciplining him to justify yourself in front of the teacher. Okay, and when you 
because that will be in, when you are angry, it will make you more embarrassed. So, because, and then the Lord said, because you feel like a failure. So you feel like a failure as a father. So you're going to take all your frustration on the little one and the anger will make him yeah, feel worse. Because he's little, right? Feel worse than you. So you've got to impart something that is not of my message. Which means the devil's message is that, okay, your value is connected to your performance. You are valuable only when you perform well. But God's message is not like that. Okay? God's message is not connected. Yeah, it's not connecting value with performance. Okay? Right. So my message is different, God says. I will still love you, even when you disobey, you do wrong. I still love you, I still value, I want to bless you. But there are consequences to your behavior. Yes, we deal it separately, but not to curse your personhood or identity. So God is asking Pastor Craig, why do you feel embarrassed? Why do you feel angry with your son? Okay. And if you scold your son, this means you are letting your son carry the burden, a huge burden of trying to please you, which he cannot do. Okay. In the end, he decided not to discipline the son in front of the teacher, brought the son home, spend an hour with the Lord to deal with the issue why I feel embarrassed why do I feel like a failure as a father why 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 all this kind to find out the root issue in his own heart before he talked to the son still affirming the son's identity but of course deal, still discipline him for the consequences of that behavior and the son still feel loved. And from that day onwards, he has not done the same thing again. Okay? So that's what it means when we talk about this. Okay? Right? So God gave father and mothers completely different role. Do you notice that? Yeah, very different. Okay? God gave mother, designed mother to give birth. Amen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give mother, design mother to nurture. Huh? Mothers are very, you know, nurturing, protect their children. Uh, correct? Huh? Okay, so you can see. But fathers, God designed father to establish your children's, uh, gen, uh, your children's gender identity and to release them at the right time. Yeah? Into their adulthood. Okay? into their adulthood. So that time is during puberty. 12 years old, 13 years old, some of you, you know, yeah, in the Jewish community, uh, community when they're 12 or 13, they have a ceremony for their sons, for their daughter, uh, to bless their son, okay, when they're 12, 13. So these are very important teenagers, as they enter into teenagers, these are very, very important years. Hold on to it, parents. I want to encourage us if we have not done it, it's okay, we can still do it. A blessing ceremony for your children. Okay? Hold on to it. Because a lot of times, if you notice, some divorces, they happen during when the child turned puberty. So they did not get that kind of affirmation or blessing from their father. Okay? So the enemy is uh, cunning to... But we know now, okay? So let's do, let's encourage one another. So at the age of puberty, that is the time when parents, okay, for the Jewish community, they will bless their children, okay? Like we heard before, isn't it? They will carry their son, you know, or the, the man in the family, they will carry the son on a chair like that, they will carry him, and the father will go around and say, this is my son, this is my son, I love him, and I'm so proud of him. Has, has the son achieved anything yet? Already have SPM? Not yet. Already a lawyer or <laughs> professional? <laughs> not yet. It's not based on his or her performance. 
For the daughters, I, I've seen some, like, they've done it. I, I saw videos of it, you know. They will wear very, very beautiful clothes, you know, very, like, gowns, some of them. So their father will bring them to the uh, gathering. Like, there were a few of the ladies together with their fathers. And the father will stand facing the daughter and just, you know, be some of them, before they read, they already cry. <laughs> They're just blessing their daughter, you know. And then after that, uh, I think after or before, then they, the, the daughters, they wear slippers. You know, they wear slippers there, not so nice, but in the ceremony, they will exchange. The father will take off the slipper. Do you see Barak there? Do you see Barak? Barak, you have to kneel down now. You put on the shoes. Yeah. Took off that slippers, put in beautiful shoes for his daughters how do you think the daughter would feel yeah I'm not a mistake it's okay to be a girl you know I'm loved my dad loves me as a woman my, my dad you know is proud of me want to see me succeed in life what about the son you're sitting right on top there you know and the father can say, oh, I'm proud, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you. And Jesus received that as well, isn't it? I think twice, once in transfiguration. Once after he was baptized, he came out from the water. Remember, the heavens opened and God the Father said, this is my son. My well-beloved, I, well I love my son and I am well pleased with him. Has he started his ministry? Not yet. Okay? Receive that. My friends, we ask the Lord to receive all this, isn't it? Help us with this. I want to share with you about a story. Okay? Then we'll be able to see what it means. Okay? Now, Pastor Craig shared something about uh, one person, okay, who has attended his course, Ancient Path. So this person, his name is Pablo. Is there a diagram? Uh, the next one about Pablo. Yeah. Ah, okay. You see Pablo? He's in his 40s. Okay. Pablo is in his 40s. Pablo has a son called Jose, 21 years old. His father is Luis and he has a grandfather, 87 years old. So when he attended the course, during that time, yeah, he got a phone call from his father, Luis, yeah, from, his, um, from his mother, actually. His mother said, I want to divorce your father. Huh? Look, sip, he saw it. Okay? So he like, how? Okay, then suddenly he thought about something that has happened between him and his son, Jose. After he has attended the course, Ancient Path, he, he can, because he has this son, 21 years old already, he was still very indecisive, indecisive about what to do with his life. Shall I go to um, Bible school? Shall I go to university? Or shall I go out to work? He doesn't know what to do, so he's not doing anything. So the father a bit worried. And the father can see, Pablo can see in his son's eyes, he is like a little boy, very scared to make decisions. Then because he learned something about blessing his, his children, as a father so he did a blessing ceremony for his son and after that blessing ceremony okay so he can see that his son becomes confident then he decided he wants to go to college he's and he's very sure of the career that he has chosen is from god he was very very sure and because of that ceremony remember mother our role to give birth, to nurture. But up to a certain time, okay, the father will come in to release our, the children, to bless the children gender, to release them into adulthood. So there will be a, a cut in with the mother spiritually and the emotional. Uh, the emotional. So that's what happened during the blessing ceremony. So when Pablo you know, heard from the mother, divorce. Ah. Then he realized his father, Luis, was never blessed by his grandfather. 
never blessed by his grandfather. And when he looked at his father's eyes, it's the same thing that he saw in his son's eyes. Although he's 60 plus years old, he is still like a very scared little boy. Okay? Who is longing for a father's blessing. And he has, he's struggling with his relationship with the wife. It's because he has never left emotionally, emotionally and not physically, emotionally, he has never left his parents. So he's not able to cleave properly with his wife. So Pablo understand this. So he called his grandfather, Grandpa, I need your help. You know, I, then he shared a little bit, you need to impart blessing to your son. The grandpa say, you know, so that he will release him into adulthood. The grandpa also like, he's so weird. He's 60, leh, should be adult. Leh. <laughs> you know, should be adult. Leh. Okay, but he said, okay, Pablo keep persuade, persuading him. So he said, okay, because the father's birthday is coming up. So grandpa decided to come and they sat across each other. Grandpa and the son, Louis. And grandpa like, want to say to his son, uh, Louis, want to say, I love you. Oh, be, before he opened, he already cried. Cannot. Then try again, second time. Cannot. Cry, 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 cry. And, the, and Louis also know, he also start crying. And only the third time, he say, I love you. And I am so proud of you. He is very proud. Grandpa is very proud of Louis. He said, you have done very well. You raised your children very well. You know, they love the Lord and they, are, and they have godly spouses and their ch grandchildren are all serving the Lord. And so Grandpa said, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And then Grandpa said something. Do you remember when you were 15 years old? Wow, Louis burst out in tears. Because it was a horrible time when he was 15 years old. Louis suddenly feel the pain came out. The pain that he has kept. When, since he was 15, this means already how many years old? Huh? Okay. Because at that time, they had a huge argument. So huge. And it became physical. He was kicked out of the house. So the father said horrible things. Yeah, grandpa said horrible things to him. Scream at him, tell him you are worthless, get out. Tell him how much he hates him and hope he will never see this worthless son again. That's what he said uh, at that time. And Pablo also said something horrible to the father. Also hated the father. He was very angry and told the father, okay, I will not see you. I also hate you. I also don't want to leave. I don't want, I don't want to see you again. And he left the house with blessing. In rebellion okay so he was not blessed when he left the house although they reconcile although they reconcile but they never met each other for 50 years because grandpa still live in the origin country okay they never met okay although they reconcile although he has forgiven but the pain was there it didn't come out so when the father talked about it, it all came out and the father apologized. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Forgive me. I was angry. I didn't mean to curse you. Yeah, I, sh I should have blessed you. Not So forgive me, but I love you. Okay, I was wrong. Okay. So Louis forgave and Louis, he said, but he said, but today, even though it seems like a bit late, right? But he said, I pronounce blessing. Grandpa pronounced blessing. I pronounce a blessing that I should have spoken when you were 15 years old. I am so proud of you. You are not a foolish boy. You are a man. And today I bless you. I cut you loose emotionally, spiritually from your mother. And I give you my blessing. I release you into your adult identity as a man. Go and be and do all God has called you to do. Amen? Wow. He received the blessing. And after he received the blessing, Pablo said, his father, Luis, changed. He was very confident. He was a man at peace. Remember 3 John 2? May your soul prosper. After that, the mother called. I cancel my plan. I don't want to divorce your father. After two weeks. 
I don't know what happened uh, to my husband, but finally I got the man I thought I married. For the last 45 years, I was trying to follow an angry little boy who didn't know where he's going and who frequently blamed me for his own failures and frustration. Somehow, the fear, the anger, the frustration, the blame are now all gone. This is the man I fell in love with 45 years ago. I don't want to divorce him. I love him. I want to live the rest of my life with him. So they went on a honeymoon, okay? <laughs> and they spent many years prospering in business, even 60s, yeah, in their business, and they devote a lot of their time to help other couples. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, Pablo, so Louis say, Louis, uh, the father say, I had no idea that my heart has been longing for the blessing of my father for the over 50 years. I knew it would be good to see my father, but I had no idea that his blessing would be such a key to change my image. Remember self-image, our identity, the, the, an experience of myself and of life. That means his purpose in life. Okay, so a lot of times we don't know about it, so we didn't do it because we don't know or we don't have experience about it. Uh, he only regret, yeah. So grandpa said, if only I had known, I would have done it earlier. But we know, although at that age, it's never too late. Amen. I hope the Lord encourage all of us here. It's not too late. Okay, still have time and PowerPoint is on. Hallelujah. Okay, next one. Children are the key people. Okay. Oh, don't have that one. Uh. Okay, never mind. Children are the key people God uses to impart. So we children, God uses us to impart blessing to our parents. Okay, through our attitudes and actions. So three attitudes that we can display. Okay, to show that we bless and love and convey value to our parents is that we accept our parents, we admire, we appreciate. Remember just now, the basis you know, of loving, of accepting, of honoring somebody is based on the person, not the behavior part. Huh? Okay, because some may ask, why do I want to bless my parents? They're so bad to me. Okay, so the honor is based on the personhood. The identity, not the behavior, not the performance. So Satan works very hard to make sure those children who are mistreated, those children who are hurt, abused by parents, to never forgive their parents. Because if we do not forgive our parents, we are dishonoring them because we have resentment. We may despise them. We may want vengeance, like me, okay? Bitterness. And when we are kept... In this dishonor, therefore, in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may be well, not only long, that, that it may be well with you in the land that the Lord, which the Lord your God is giving you. So when we are constantly, we have not dealt with this honor, this honor issue is affecting our life and our well-being in the land. We are citizens of the land, but what's happening? Okay, so that's why I'm saying today, the Lord wants to help us. Amen? The Lord wants to help us. So during intrigue, when we did that, some of them were in tears, they were praying, you know. I want to encourage us that God, you know, when He brings things up, He does mean He wants to set us free. The time is right. I told you before, with my relationship with my parents, we are okay now, very, very good. But at times, I was still feeling very lost. I'm already, don't know how old, huh? okay, but I still feel so lost. <laughs> I still feel lost. I say, how come I'm not sure about my destiny? So there's something about my identity, okay? I have to deal with that as well, but why I still feel lost? And so God uh, showed me an incident that happened, a specific incident where me and my parents, we were not agreeing. And now as I, I read about this, then I understand. I was not blessed, okay? I was not blessed. 
I'm an, I was put into science stream, but I didn't want it. I turned into art stream. My parents were super angry, okay, but I don't care. I just changed. All right, so I wasn't blessed when I moved, but of course, in the end, there was a good result and a scholarship, but the, but the incident itself was not a good incident. Yeah. So I just prayed about it, just a simple prayer. I just prayed, God, forgive me. And straight away, I felt that my emotions are no longer stuck there. I felt there was a cut. I was free. Because God was dealing with my destiny. You see, God wants to prosper me in my destiny. There were certain issues. Now, after that, after that incident got revealed, after that, then God revealed to me, hi, <laughs> another incident. Now, this incident with my dad, okay, I, I punished my dad, you know. I did something to punish him. I, did, I never told him about it, he doesn't know. Yeah. But I know. I, I told God, I repented. But this time, God brought it up again. Now, maybe because I have more understanding and my heart and, you know, can go deeper in terms of forgiveness, I mean, of repentance. Huh? So I said, I repented. I said, God, I'm so sorry. I really feel the pain of sinning against God by what I did to my parents, but especially my dad. And that was also important because it has something to do with my destiny. Yeah. And recently, when I was in Sandakan, okay, and on Sunday, they have their tambourine team, huge team. Their priest warden has three sons, one daughter. All of them serve the Lord. The sons are very big. They're musicians. And then their daughter is in the tambourine team together with the mother. So I was sitting, I was standing in front, and I see the mother, the daughter, and then suddenly it just came to me. The Lord just touched me. I have been ungrateful towards my parents. You see, for so many years, I only complained, complained, complained because I was hurting. Of course, it doesn't mean that I don't thank them, but deep down in my heart, I have not been really, really fully so grateful towards them. And that really hit me, I just cried. And even at times when I think about it, God just touched my heart. You see, God, it's not like, you know, just why you did that? It's not like that. You know, God touched our heart and said, and then you will feel it, the pain of dishonoring your parents, of not being grateful. My parents gave up their life for us. You know, all our parents did. They sacrificed so much. You look at all the young parents here, you will, you will know, isn't it? They sacrificed, they really laid down their life. They gave up sometimes their own dreams so that we can have our dreams. If I ask my mom, you know my mom, one time I went back to Kampung because I was teaching in Telupi, then I went to Kampung to what? And then I just had a nap and then I woke up and then you know what's on the table? Pisang goreng and kopi o. Wow, I said like hotel. <laughs> wow, I feel, you know, that age and me at this age, adult age, she still want to serve and take good care of me. So my friends, one thing I ask the intrigued participant when we pray about this, I ask them also because of my own experience. I say, I want to ask you one question. How did your parents bless you? No matter what they had done to hurt us, I'm sure they have done many things to bless us. And yes, it's painful. I, I know, we, we've been through it, right? We talk about it. It's, it's been painful, but we have Jesus. It's finished. We should take it, the finished work of Jesus. Encourage one another to continue to take that finished work of Jesus into our life so that we can be healed, restored, set free, and walk in that destiny. Be sure of our you know, identity and walk in that destiny. We encourage one another. And we, if we need to cry, then cry. <laughs> you know, let the pain come out so that the healing has a place to come in. You know, sometimes the healing cannot come because the pain is there. Hi, <laughs> tepi, tepi, <laughs> tepi. Tak mau, tak mau. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So, ayo, not much time left. Okay, can I encourage us? I have some prayers. Okay, if you like to join 
you can. Now it'll be recorded, so you can have a look at it if you want. I took it from a book. Huh? I can let you know where's the book. You can get a book. And the first prayer is that if we have cursed our parents, if we have cursed our parents, you know, in Proverbs 20, verse 20, it says that if we have cursed our parents, our light will become, will put, be put out. That means our life. It's not so great uh, uh, if we have cursed our parents. If we have despised our parents, despised, we look down on our parents. Okay? So, first prayer we want to pray is to renounce that, to ask the Lord to forgive us, to repent of dishonoring our parents. Okay? So, if that's our heart's desire, we can pray this together. Okay? But if you're not ready, it's okay because it's recorded. Or if you want to pray, I can give it to you. Yeah, no problem. Just if you're ready, you say, Lord, I, I, want, I want to do it today. So let's do it. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Heavenly Father, I recognize today that I have been the devil's agent to send to my parents Satan's message. Lord, I spoke words of death rather than words of life over my dad or my mom. Today, I renounce the sin of cursing my parents' identity and of not granting him or her a place of honour and respect in my heart. I repent of the dis dishonour that has been in my heart and ask you to forgive me by the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray for the curse of this sin to be broken and the words of death to be nullified. Father, I pray that you heal my parents from the damage I did through my attitude and words of dishonor and cursing of identity. I ask you now to bless my father, my mother. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay? Okay. What if your parents have abused you? What if your parents have mistreated you and you are struggling to bless them? So we have a prayer here for that as well. Okay. Heavenly Father, my mom, my dad mistreated me and deeply wounded me. I realize today that I have protected myself against further wounding by establishing a protective barrier in my heart of resentment, bitterness and blame toward my dad, my mom. Lord, I have trusted in my own protective barrier rather than trusting in your blood. Father, today I want to take down that barrier of resentment, bitterness, and blame. I repent of trusting in my own wall of resentment to protect myself, and today I ask you to forgive me. I recognize that my dad, my mom, cannot pay for the way they hurt and mistreated me. But Jesus, you already paid for all my dad's, my mom's sins against me. I declare that your blood is enough to cancel the debt in my heart against them. Today, I accept your blood as full payment for my dad's, my mom's sins against me. Because you have paid, I declare today that my dad, my mom doesn't have to pay anymore. Because of your blood, I forgive my dad, my mom. I now trust, my trust, place my trust in you to protect me and keep me safe in the future. Oh, sorry, too protected. I further realize that I have chosen to dishonor my mom, my dad, sorry, in my heart because of what he or she did and how I and others in my family were treated. Lord, I acknowledge that it was sin for me to dishonor my dad, my mom. Today, I repent of that dishonor toward him or her in my heart. I ask you to forgive me since I have forgiven my dad, my mom, for what he or she did, today I choose to grant my father, my mother, a place in my heart of honour and respect. I choose to honour and bless my father or mother in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Maybe some of you, you would like to bless your mother, your father, especially Mother's Day, Father's Day coming up. Okay, may the Lord. Ask the Lord for guidance. Maybe there's uh, something you want to say to them. But for those of us whose parents are no longer on earth, whose parents are, you know, with Jesus, God told us that we don't speak directly to the dead, but we can speak to Jesus. Yeah? 
we can tell Jesus, can you please tell this to daddy? Can you please help me to tell this to mommy? Okay? So for those of us, I'm just saying it so that, you know, we can use it next time or, or here. Those of us, our parents are with the Lord. We can take this as a prayer yeah, and ask the Lord. Heavenly Father, I did not take the opportunity and share my tribute while dad and mom were leaving. Lord, I recognize that I cannot pay for that mistake. And I ask you to forgive me by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for all my sins, mistakes, and faults. I receive your forgiveness. And today, I forgive myself for not taking the opportunity to bless my mom, my dad, and why he or she was still living. Sorry, Lord, I would have liked to have told my dad, my mom. So now you can tell. We take this time. You can tell God. You say, God, I want to... I would like to tell my mom. You tell God about that. You don't talk directly to your mom or you don't talk directly to your dad. Okay? But you can tell God, God, I want to tell my dad. I miss him. I want to tell them, tell him, example, Nia. I want to tell him he's a good dad. I want to tell him he blessed me so much when he bought me this thing, what I like. I want to tell her. I want to tell my mom this. So God, can you please tell my mom about it? Yeah. I like her cooking. Yeah. God, you don't have to do everything here, but at least you have a, an idea what to do. Yeah, okay. Father God, I recognize that I cannot continue to hold on to my dad, my mom in my heart. I will always love him or her and cherish the memories I have. Thank you, Lord, for the time I had with dad and mom. I recognize today that he or she. I choose to let my dad, my mom go. I release him and her into your hands. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. My last prayer to encourage all the parents. Dear parents, your children may not have said anything to bless you. And some of you, your children are still small. They may not know how to say it. So I want to say to all the parents, Thank you. I'm a daughter. So I'm, as I say to you, parents, thank you. Whether you are young parents, older parents already, thank you for your love. Thank you for laying down your lives for your children. Thank you for all the times that you stayed awake. Thank you for your character that you know, that you want to please the Lord, you want to walk with the Lord, and you want to bring your children up in the ways of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for all the financial sacrifices that you have made. Thank you for being there emotionally as well for your children, for trying to understand your children emotionally as well. Thank you for being there to pray for your children. Thank you for bringing them to church, to the house of God, into the fellowship of the body of Christ. Thank you for many times how you have preferred the needs of your children over your own. Thank you for your commitment to follow Jesus and for imparting spiritual values to your children. Thank you for being godly role models. Thank you for all your prayers. Your prayers has guarded, your prayers have guarded your children from unseen troubles. Thank you for imparting your wisdom and for teaching your children valuable life lessons. Thank you 
for being available for your children. Thank you for being there. To all the parents, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord continue to strengthen you with His joy. May you find joy in bringing up your children. May you find, you know, He is there for you. May the Lord protect your going out, your coming in. May you have long life. May you be well in this land. May your soul prosper. And therefore you prosper in everything and in good health. And may the Lord bless all of us, keep us. May the Lord make his face shine on us and be gracious to us. And may the Lord lift up his countenance on us. And may the Lord give us shalom. Peace of God be with all of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I'd like to invite the worship team to lead us in a response song. May we continue just receive God's blessing and love for each and every one of us. Amen.